0: Welcome back everybody to the musical podcast yeah can I, can I get a snap with me? can y'all snap with me Welcome back everybody. We are on episode six now of the podcast. Who would have thunked it right? a year ago I released the Mag Miller episode. We never thought we would ever see episode six because it took so long for me to release another episode and now look at me. Now I'm on episode 6, and today, episode 6, we are reviewing Apollo 21 by Stephen Lacey. His name's not Stephen, Steve, but we're talking about Apollo 21, otherwise known as Apollo XXI, if you don't understand Roman numerals, by Steve Lacey. Now, this album comes after his EP, uh, the, the Steve Lacey demo that he made entirely on an iPhone, this album wasn't made on an iphone which you know it is what it is it would have been kind of cool if he dropped an entire album all from an iphone but i'm also kind of glad he didn't because it probably wouldn't have sounded this amazing now i know you're probably thinking like oh great here's another album that he just loved every little bit of that we're gonna talk about just you wait bro i got some trash ass albums i'm finna talk about in the next couple episodes i got it all planned out and everything but today we're gonna talk about apollo 21 by steve lacy because i don't feel like getting mad today i'm having a good day so i don't feel like getting mad so we're gonna talk about an album i like before we get into the bad shit so yes apollo 21 by steve lacy came after steve lacy's demo which had plenty of hits like dark red some you know those are mainly my favorites but uh yeah man he released uh inside and playground i believe as singles for this album and they were great man i remember listening to them this was a couple years ago this album came out 2019 and i remember when this uh the singles dropped I was in class, like, at regular school, because I do online school now, but I was in regular school and I saw Steve Lacey drop, I'm like, oh, shit, this is dope, let's go listen to this. So I was listening to it, right, and I was so shocked because it wasn't anything that was on Steve Lacey's demo originally, it was just, like, this, like, retro sounding album that I never thought I'd hear in this like day and age people aren't that creative no more. So when I heard it from Steve Lacey I was like, "Cool." Like this is dope. So that got me really excited for the album because like if he's going to try something that we don't really hear as, you know, the the 21st centuryans, how, you know, How well is this album gonna turn out It could be a hit or miss He could try and overdo the shit And then it's whack But that was not what the turnout was The album was fantastic From start to finish It has uh, I think 12 tracks on this Yeah 12 And um Yeah man from, from start to finish This album is Pretty fucking good It has different elements Track by track that just like another like album doesn't have like let's see we have 12 tracks on this first of all let me just get it out the way he doesn't miss once uh so he starts the album out with only if which the like the if i could travel to time, like that's perfect with the background vocals too of him saying like, I think, God, like, that's great because it sounds like he's just kind of sitting in a room by himself and he's listening to his own echoes as different, like, like vocal cadences in the back, which is a big thing in this album. And that's one of my 10 points. Um, but yeah, only if it's the perfect intro for me for this style of album, because like If you come in with something that doesn't sound like the rest of the album at all, then you're just going to be like, okay. So, you listen to that track first, and then the rest of the tracks are nothing like the intro. The album doesn't, like, gel together as it should. And so, you know, that's not what you want. So, then we move on to Like Me, featuring Daisy World, which Daisy World is the only feature on this On this album. And I have something to say about that later on. Is it a bad thing? Is it a good thing? Who knows? You'll have to listen to the rest of the podcast to find that out. But. We uh, we have Daisy World on Like Me. And Like Me is such a crazy track. Because I originally didn't really like it like that. I was just like. Huh. This song is 9 minutes long. This shit drags on for 9 minutes. Like. Is it really necessary to be 9 Minutes? And I was thinking that a little bit going into it. I'm like, is it really worth 9 Minutes? And I listened to it again because it's been a while since I've listened to this album. And I just reminded myself that as a fucking lutely, is it worth listening to 9 Minutes of this track. Because it's like you're listening to about 5 different songs in 1 with Like Me. The way that this track, like... Evolution is is, uh, evolutionizes throughout the throughout the whole song is incredible, and Daisy World's part two is just ugh, it's just ugh, and we'll find out what that means if you listen to the podcast later on because I'm gonna explain that. Track number three, Playground, Playground is great. Uh, I'm just gonna get that out the way it's one of the like the singles that i was talking about where it just doesn't sound like it's supposed to be made in this era it sounds like some like 70s 80s music that like we weren't alive for you know i'm a 2004 kid man like i'm not supposed to be hearing this but yeah he brings it back all the way back with that type of track and then he kind of reels it in a little bit with basement jack which is just some like very high-paced uh, like drums and everything like that, and like hi hats going at him, and that is just ugh, it's great because the the chorus on this track too is just like it's so catchy. Sorry, I'm laying on a couch. I don't know if you can hear me like maneuvering around, but I'm laying on a couch. Anyways, I'm gonna sit up. <clears throat> but yeah, Basement Jack. The hook is fantastic. Like, I've been at the basement. Don't mean at my waistband. I've been at the basement. Like, you just want to kind of shake your rump to it, man. You know? That's alright. If you want to shake your rump, shake your rump, bruh. Guide. Guide is uh, it's pretty good. It's not one of my favorite tracks. I feel like at times when I listen to this album, I feel that Guide isn't really needed in the album. Which, you know, it, it isn't. But... It also, sometimes, it's just kind of one of them tracks depending on your mood. Like, sometimes, you're like, ah, oh, this is pretty good. And then sometimes, you're like, ah, I don't really want to listen to this right now. And then you skip it. <coughs> My fault. Track number, what track is it? Track number six, halfway through the album, is Lay Me Down. Lay Me Down, absolutely moi. This shit is great. The hook on it, the way that Steve Lacey sings in different, you know, falsetto and everything like that with different uh, background vocals of himself, not anybody else, no choirs, no nothing. He is his own choir. And that's kind of a thing throughout the entire album, besides the track with Daisy World, is he does everything himself. He doesn't have nobody's help throughout this album. You know, I'm assuming he had a lot to do with production because it's Steve Lacey and he does a lot of producing himself. So I'm assuming he didn't have that much help on this. And so, you know, Lay Me Down is fantastic, man. <laughs> My fault. I yawned. Track number seven Hate CD. Hate CD, it's, it's pretty short, actually. I'm pretty sure. Hold on, let me just check. I'm pretty sure this track is pretty short, but, it, it you know, it gets to its point. 238, yes, it's a, it's pretty... Actually, it's pretty normal, but I feel like Hate CD gets to the point. It doesn't really dance around anything, and that's all right, because I hate tracks that just drag on, drag on, drag on with no opinion. or not opinion. Uh, no direction. And that's a thing that at first i thought with like me there was no direction at all which i was very wrong about because like me has plenty of directions it goes through about five different ways throughout the whole track and uh (sighs) Ah! sorry i yawned again i don't know why i'm yawning it's like 6 pm i'm not even that tired but yeah then we go to lust we trust which this one's pretty short it's about two minutes and I love the hook on this track, the uh, love we just Can give it out of your heart? Oh, like, that's fantastic, man. What is there not to like about that hook right there? And a thing with this album, too, it's such a good driving album. When you're in the car with somebody or you're in the car by yourself and you're just driving, man. Put on some Apollo 21, because, ooh-wee, that shit is far. It is far. So, yeah, man, Unless we trust. Great. Love Too Fast, also fantastic. There isn't much to say about these tracks, because they have, they, like, they just kind of love songs. Most of them are just kind of love or, like, sexy time songs, but they're fantastic there isn't really like bad things to say about them which is why the i'm kind of going through these tracks pretty quickly because there isn't much to say except for the fact that they are like absolutely chef's kiss from start to finish and uh so yeah man love too fast great track it's uh 341 that's the length of the track and i think that's a perfect length to because, like, there isn't other tracks that need to drag on like Like Me did. Because Like Me wasn't dragging on. It had different directions to it. Whereas, I feel like these other tracks couldn't really transition into anything else. And so, you know, with that being said, we move on to Amandala's Interlude. Amanda's Interlude is fucking beautiful. This, oh, Amanda's Interlude, man. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You may think when you listen to this, sorry if you can hear something, I'm moving the chord because it's getting in my fucking way. You may think, you know, when listening to Amanda's Interlude that it's, you know, something simple and it's kind of whack and it's just kind of like soft music. But when you really listen to it, you're like, this shit is incredible. Like, when I listen to this track, man, this shit like makes me f- like float up to my ceiling and I'm just kind of there until the album's done. Because that sets me up in the highest way, and so yeah, man, that's how what I have to say about a manless interlude. Uh, The uh, what track is it? Uh, Track 11, inside, inside, inside. Tell me, is it inside? With the background vocals, uh, inside, 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 inside. That's fantastic, bro. What like? That makes you want to just put your hand up And just sing with him, man Like you in the Kanye Sunday Service Choir, bro Like, there ain't nothing else to say about that Except for, like, Steve Bro, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, inside has such a good energy to it And it's so relaxing to listen to It's just something you can kind of kick back and enjoy And just, wow, man Yeah, inside is great and before we cut it to the intermission, we're gonna talk about the final track, outro freestyle slash forever. Okay, so this track is my biggest criticism to this album. I feel like an album as great as this, literally fantastic tracks, besides Guide, guides, you know, you know what I'm saying. It's uh, a hit or miss, but. Outro freestyle slash forever is a miss for me. I'm sorry. Some people may kill me, but simplistic beat. The lyrics aren't shit, really. He's really not saying shit. Like, he said, Rolex on a wristwatch. That's TikTok. What? What are you talking about, bro? Like, he's really not saying anything. And I think he's trying to rap and shit, you know, with the outro freestyle. He's trying to rap and everything when I feel like he really could have taken this out a different direction And it would have been fantastic and such a perfect way to wrap up this album And this is one of the main reasons why it wasn't my 2019 album of the year is because like You kind of screwed the pooch on the outro bro, like this track is six minutes and 13 seconds You could cut that shit down to about two minutes of just the I Like that kind of spacey shit Because when I hear that part I'm like wow this is fantastic But then he starts rapping here like uh So yeah that's my That's my biggest criticism And that's the thing I'll get into more in the 10 points And we have reached the 15 minute mark So we are going to go into the intermission I'm going to be back in about 10-15 seconds You guys enjoy the little music in the back And then we will get to our 10 points and we are back so my 10 points about this album point number 1 the esthetic of the album like the spacey kind of lovey-dovey um instrumentals throughout the rest of the album from actually uh yeah it kind of continues after like me you know just the uh, the fun groovy but like spacey kind of uh instrumentals it's just so good to listen to and like you could listen to this whole album just the instrumental no lyrics and it would still be a slick eight out of ten album he ain't even have to say nothing and the aesthetic and the instrumentals would do the talking for him and so that's point number one man the aesthetic is perfection point number two kind of ties in with point number one every beat just makes you want to dance bruh you telling me you don't want to sit there and shake your rump to basement jack the i've been at the basement yeah yeah i've been at the basement you tell me that shit don't make you feel like a bad bitch? pause like that that instrumental alone is the best ever and same with uh honestly guide i know i was talking shit about it before the intermission but guide, the instrumental to guide? The you just got to get on no. Like, that's great. That makes me want to do the the shit from barnyard where there was dancing in the barn and everything like that. Like those are those two. Guide and basement jack are prime examples of beats that just make you want to dance when you listen to the album. Point number three. Like me has some of the best progression I have ever heard in my life yes it does it literally does because listen you start it off and you think like okay this is all right it's been about three minutes we can move on now and then it starts to i really wonder wonder. i really i wonder with just a little piano and the strings playing in the back and it kind of just guides you out of that first track and then you go through this transition throughout the the instrumental and you're just like what the fuck is going on and then it goes into a completely different instrumental that sounds like a whole different song i know it's like kind of like cut up into two tracks but (sighs) it feels like it shouldn't even be there because it's like it's so different and so yeah man like me the progression and that's the thing i have such like uh i agree with tyler Creator on what he said in his ebro interview when he said if tracks don't have like chord progression or something like that i'm out i completely feel that if tracks stay the same especially tracks like like me that are nine minutes long i don't want to hear nine minutes of the same song i'm gonna skip that shit. so you gotta continuously travel through some type of um, like you gotta pretty much set the scene for yourself and go through some type of travel If you're gonna make a nine-minute song and so the way that steve Lacey did this is just absolute perfection and that's why it's one of my favorite songs on the album because just the way that it makes you travel with him is great point number four basement jack that's the only thing i gotta say basement jack the track is just fantastic man from the first time i ever heard this album to listen to it 20 minutes before I started the fucking podcast. Basement Jack has been the best shit on this album since listening to it. I I love this song. This song is so good. It literally was stuck in my head one time for like a month straight. Every single day I was just a, let me like a la me like a. That's me right? My I've been not the like what like he's not even saying shit, but it just sounds so good that. It's just, you know, it's my favorite track, man And that's why, like, point number four I literally have written down Basement Jack in all caps So I gotta yell it Basement Jack Remember that And if you haven't listened to this album And you just listened to a review Go listen to Basement Jack Because it's fantastic Track number, or not track number five Point number five I feel some tracks could be longer And some could be shorter Absolutely because listen man this album is about 44 minutes long you could cut it down to about mm, probably like like you you don't have to put the extra six minutes on you could cut it down to about 39 38 minutes and so like not any tracks in particular because especially not like me like me you gotta stay how it is outro freestyle that song, you pretty much just got to cut out the whole song and do the outro again. You got to try that shit again. Because I didn't like that whatsoever. And after two years of listening to this album, it's still not hitting at all. And that's where we come to my point number six. Outro freestyle was super unnecessary. You're Steve Lacey bro I know you're capable of something else Some as an outro on Steve Lacey's demo Is great That's so good Why would you ever Like put out outro freestyle If some was the outro to the last project you had So I just feel like He could have done better on that portion of the album And that's really my biggest criticism Uh, Point number seven Steve Lacey at times don't even sound like Steve Lacey and that's that's what's up because the way he does different um like tones of voices when he's uh singing on this album it just sounds so like it doesn't sound like him at all it sounds like you're listening to completely different um artists, man And so that's what I mean by Steve Lacey at times don't sound like Steve Lacey. That's not a bad thing at all. That's actually a really good thing because it shows that he has range. And I know Steve Lacey has range. Everybody who listens to him knows he has vocal range. But it's just like the fact that he can do this so effortlessly on other tracks. It just, you know, it's super impressive and it's I feel like it's a great point to make about this album is that he can literally sound however he wants to sound. Point number 8, the vocal of cadence on certain tracks. Bruh. Bruh. The vocals on every single track. The background of cadence, man, is so good. It's so clean. And he does it so well, and I feel like he just needs to make a whole album again, doing the same thing, because I can't get enough of it, and I need more. And this is one of the biggest things, too, is every single track, when those background vocals come in, I'm like, ah, like, bruh, do it again, do it again, I want more. And so, I feel like this is another thing he could just keep doing when he releases projects is use the background vocal cadence. Because, ah! like, it sounds so good, man, and it's such a big part of this album for me. Uh, point number nine. Very simple point. The lyrics are great, fantastic, and amazing. I have those three words written down, and that's just all I have to say about that really is. He's really not saying shit like from a, from a theme perspective, but when he makes like the love songs and everything like that, like the love, love sweet trust. let me get inside of your car, like he's not saying much. But it's, it's really, it, it, that's kind of a thing that leads back to point number seven where he doesn't really sound like himself, is it's the way he says the lyrics that make him so good for me. It's nothing really meaningful, but it's the way he says it that is just so chef's kiss and it just makes me do like the Italian hand um, when listening to this album. So yeah, man, point number nine, the lyrics are great, fantastic, and amazing. Point number 10, the final point, and this is a very last but not least point. uh, All I have written down here is Daisy World. Okay, this is a part. I said it in the first half before the intermission. I said, when we were talking about Like Me, I said Daisy Parts is just ugh. And that was in an absolutely fantastic Great way because oh my god, she killed that shit! Like, bro, Daisy World on anything I've heard, I've never even listened to Daisy World solo shit. But I've heard, uh, I've heard Daisy World on Tyler Creator album and this album now, and just wow, bro! Wow, 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 like, oh. She sounds so clean And like Yeah man I feel like Daisy World is super underrated Especially feature wise cause I you know Like I said I haven't heard any of the solo stuff Who knows maybe next week will be A Daisy World thing because I won't like The album that they have Cause I know, I'm pretty sure Daisy World is a band But the lead singer is just a girl so I'm just Talking about her really cause You know I'm sorry for the rest of the band but I, I don't hear y'all voices I hear her voice So uh, I'm going to look up some shit on Daisy World And you know eventually I'll do a Daisy World review And I'll talk about them But yeah man Oh, Point number 10 Daisy World on Like Me Absolutely ties that track together And it's in like the middle of the track That Daisy World shows up Not even like the end of the track or beginning of the track It's like the middle And it's just a perfect transition into the second half of the song Where Daisy World comes in and talks like shit Um. So yeah man point number 10 daisy world great addition to the song like me and really a huge highlight of the album and man that's all i really gotta say because you know we're nearing the end of the episode and i just want to thank you guys for listening to another episode again we're gonna come out again next week with another episode i appreciate y'all for listening and tuning in again I told you guys was being consistent And you know I'm gonna stay consistent So Thank you guys so much For listening And I You know I, I'll see you guys Next week man uh, We Also I am proud to announce I'm gonna stand up for this I'm proud to announce That The La Musica Podcast Is now on Google Podcasts And Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Can we get some snaps? Can we get some snaps? I might even put some applause in the background. Because I don't do this in front of a live studio audience. You know, what I look like, Jimmy Fallon? Nah. But, yeah, I'm super, super pumped to have it on Google Podcasts. So, if you got an Android, you can listen to the the podcast without having Spotify. If you got Apple Podcasts and not um, Spotify... You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts. If you got Spotify, you listen to it on Spotify. Thank you guys so much for the support recently, man. I'm just trying to grow this. I got a, a big thing I'm working on right now that will be announced closer to the end of the year. You know, I know that's a long ways away since we in August, but I got a big, big thing planned for you guys. Well, it's not exactly for you guys, it's for me, but I got a really big thing planned and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to make it the best thing I can. So I hope you guys enjoy that. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. So yeah, man, thank you for coming and joining me, sitting down and listening to me talk about Steve and Lacey. And, you know, I'll see you guys next week. Love y'all. <laughs> okay, okay, bye guys.